Welcome to Best Book Bits. Today, I'll be reviewing The Thank You Economy by Gary Vaynerchuk, episode 61. This book was published in 2011 and weighing in at 256 pages. Internet personality, serial entrepreneur, speaker, and creator of Wine Library TV is back with a bold and expansive look at the evolution of today's marketplace, revealing the essential factors defining and driving successful relationships between businesses and customers. Gary's look beyond a number-based analysis to explore the value of social interactions in building our economy. This is Paul Miners from paulminers.com take on the best book bits he found worth capturing. If you like what you hear, I strongly suggest you buy the book using the link in the description. So without further ado, I bring you the thank you economy. How everything has changed except human nature. No relationships should be taken for granted. They are what life is all about, the whole point. How we cultivate our relationships is often the greatest determinant of the type of life we get to live. Business is no different. Real business isn't done in board meetings. It's done over a half-eaten plate of buffalo wings at a sports bar or during the intermission of a Broadway show. The only thing we'll ever never change is human nature. When given the choice, people will always spend their time around people they like. They'll also rather do business with and buy stuff from people they like. And now they can. Social media has made it possible for consumers to interact with businesses in a way that is often similar to how they interact with their friends and family. Social media. It is imperative that brands and businesses learn how to properly and authentically use social media to develop one-on-one relationships with their customer base, no matter how big, so that they can make an impact in their market now and in the future. Finally, a way to really connect with our customers, an opportunity to hear what they want, what they think, how things went, how products worked, or how it didn't. If it's true that one-on-one is quickly becoming one of the most important ways to reach customers, then it means a massive number of businesses are eventually going to have to undergo a total cultural transformation to compete. Consumer expectations are changing dramatically, and social media has altered everything about how companies must, must relate to their customers. From now on, the relationship between a business and a consumer is going to look very different from the way it looked in the recent past. More than social media. Social media equals business. The thing to keep in mind at all costs, though, is that the thank you economy is much, much bigger than social media. Social media's arrival was simply the catalyst for a revolution that was already brewing in the minds of consumers sick to death with feeling isolated, unappreciated, and ignored. The thank you economy explains how businesses must learn to adapt their marketing strategies to take advantage of the platforms that have been completely transformed, consumer culture, and society as a whole. Erasing lines in the sand. Corporate America loves e-commerce now, of course, but businesses, leaders, and brand managers and marketeers have simply drawn new lines in the sand, this time putting distance between their companies and social media, all the while desperately clinging to the security they believe numbers to prove itself to you before deciding to engage with your customers one-on-one, you've missed the greatest window of opportunity to move ahead of your competitors. Right now, I'd say social media is a bit like a kidney. You can survive with only one, but your chances of making it to old age are a lot better with two. Eventually though, I think social media will be as important to a business as a strong heart. Why smart people dismiss social media and why they shouldn't. Overall, there's 11 excuses I've heard companies use again and again to justify the refusal to fully commit to and invest in social media, and I want to dissect them all. 
Number one, there's no ROI. There is a proven ROI in doing whatever you can turn your customers into advocates for your brand or business. In the thank you economy, a a key competitor of superior customer service is one-on-one engagement in social media. It's what customers want. And as we all know, the customer is king. Number two, the metrics aren't reliable. The tools for tracking and measuring social media initiatives are becoming increasingly sophisticated and reliable. Number three, social media is still too young. First to market in this hyper-fast world has impact. Number four, social media is just another trend that will pass if users one day abandon Facebook in favor of something better. They won't be jumping off the train. They'll be simply moving to a new car. Move with them. Number five, we need to control our message. A lot of companies resist building a Facebook wall, etc., because an irate customer might post negative comments. So what? Would you prefer that the customer posts that somewhere else where you have absolutely no way to reply? Number six, I don't have time to keep track. Don't want to pay someone else to do. If you're a one-person company and you want to grow your business, you're going to have to make time to track conversations yourself because you simply can't afford not to. Being part of a conversation isn't important as having a website. Number seven, we're doing fine without it. A competitive company is always on the offense. Always, always, always. Number eight, we've tried it. It doesn't work. You can't reap the benefits of social media's word of mouth without a ton of patience, as well as commitment and strategy. Number nine, the legal issues are too thorny to allow yourself to be pressured to give up before you even start without exploring every possibility. It, it is inexcusable. Number 10, it takes too long to pay off the long-term benefits of engaging with customers will almost always lose out to the short-term reality, which is that people want to keep their jobs. And number 11, social media only works for startups, lifestyle or tech brands. It's true that some products are sexier than others, but it's also true that if they weren't a need for your product, you wouldn't be in business. How to win. From the top, instill the right culture. Success in the thank you economy hinges on obsessively caring about your customer. Yes, but a great caring culture stems from the top of a company and cascades through it like a waterfall. If you want that culture to flow outside of the company to the customer, then you get carried even further by word of mouth. You have to be sure that your messengers live and breathe the same way you do. Therefore, the dominant obsession for any leader running the company in the thank you economy shouldn't be that the competition nor should it be customer service. It should be your employees. Happy employees. The first thing that makes an employee happy is being treated like an adult. They should be allowed to manage their job as they see fit. The second is feeling that his or her individual needs are being met. This is rare. To achieve this kind of satisfaction among staff would require business leaders to engage as the same one-on-one level with their employees as with their customers. Cultural building blocks. For a mid to large company, being an effective CCO would require getting to know a massive number of people on an individual level, wouldn't it? Absolutely. It would be doable if all the other cultural building blocks to a thank you company had been established. If a leader was so inclined, here's how it could be done. Number one, begin with yourself. Strong self-awareness makes a strong culture possible. Number two, commit whole hog. Make a mental commitment. Number three, set the tone. Send a strong direct message about your intent. Employees should be able to feel the difference immediately. And number four, invest in employees. Prove that they, you value your employees above all else by giving them the freedom to ask for what they want. 
to experiment and to be themselves. Number five, trust your people. Begin hiring people who share your commitment to caring. Hire people you relate to and can trust. And number six, be authentic. People can smell bullshit a mile away. The perfect date, traditional media meets social. If you're on a date and there was some serious chemistry, you wouldn't let it end at the restaurant. You'd probably suggest continuing your conversation over drinks or coffee or an ice cream cone. Combining traditional and social media can all allow you to do the same thing when talking to people about your brand. Develop creative work that allows the platforms to rally, to work together to expand your story, continue the conversation and connect with your audience. It's not enough to simply throw a Twitter or a Facebook logo at the bottom of your ad or show facebook.com slash your brand at the end of your TV commercial. What you might do instead is post a creative image or text, including your actual address on Facebook and Twitter. That piques the customer's interest enough to go where to see what else you have to say. Pull the viewers in and keep the conversation going for as long as you can. Intent, quality versus quantity. I strongly believe that if your intentions are good, it shows and it draws people to you. Good intentions create a pull. If you've ever considered embarking on a social media campaign or even tried an initiative or two, what was your intent? What was your goal to get someone to click through or click the like button? Or it was to build your online identity to foster a connection between yourself and the consumer. If your answer is the former, you've just hit upon the reason why most companies fail to meet their potential. Social media works best when you invoke an emotion in the person to whom you're reaching out. It pulls. If you're going to launch a campaign, it has to be one that invokes an emotion, positive or negative, so that people feel compelled to share. Give them something to talk about. Unleash the power word of mouth and allow them to pull you into their consciousness. Shock and awe. The money spent on shock and awe can have much more value than a Facebook ad or even an SEO manager's salary. Big companies with their big marketing and advertising budgets can do amazing shock and awe, of course. What's cool is that you can scale shock and awe and still create a magical chemical reaction. For example, what if you made a list of 20 or 30 consumers who bought your business the most, then sent each of them a handwritten thank you note with a rose or some small gift? This would be a low-cost yet high-impact move. Conclusion. If marketers to commit to the thank you economy principles wholeheartedly, reallocate their marketing resources properly, and find ways not only to take advantage of the best that social media and traditional media have to offer, but also to actually play them off each other, they will see an incredible return on any investment they make. The thank you economy has radically altered our customers' expectations, and businesses are going to have to get a creative and personal in order to meet them. As we do, consumer expectations will change, and the marketing initiatives we put out that might now be met with wow will eventually be met with meh. The key then is to start thinking ahead. All businesses must innovate to survive. Social media gives us the opportunity to figure out what people want before they even know they want it. Brands should also do everything they can to gain first mover advantage. Marketers have to keep their finger on the pulse of culture and keep an eye on the incoming trains. More thoughts. Fear can block innovation. It's becoming more unusual for a big consumer brand to really innovate and create a great product. Vitamin water didn't come from Coke. Pom didn't come from Pepsi. Too many big companies get stuck in the muck of their own fear and short-term concerns. 
which prohibits them from taking risks and following through on great creative thinking. Scrappier companies are often still ruled by passion and have the freedom to experiment. Agendas. There are a lot of people with vested interest in making sure that brands don't start using social media. You can point out plenty of weaknesses in social media metrics, but you can find just as many in traditional media. The reality is, however, that brands will eventually be able to track every consumer online. There is no truer metric. The ROI of emotions. The ROI on social media user is deeply tied to the user's sense of community and the emotional attachment he or she associates with a product. The heart wants what the heart wants. Billboards. There is no chance in the heck that as many people as companies tell you viewing billboards are viewing billboards. People are so distracted with their mobile devices that they're barely looking at the roads, much less looking at billboards. How initiative feeds culture. You can never lose by going out on a creative limb. Even if your campaign doesn't result in the sales you might have hoped for, your company culture will benefit from having tried. Talent wants to follow talent. And if creative team who tries to see you've tried something innovative will keep you in mind when you're ready to job hunt. The biggest mistakes companies make with social media. Number one, using tactics instead of strategy. Number two, using it exclusive to put out fires. Using it to brag. Using it to press release. Exclusively retweeting other people's material rather than creating your own original fucking content. Using it to push product. And last but not least, number seven, expecting immediate results. That's it. Thanks for watching episode 61, The Thank You Economy by Gary Vaynerchuk. Follow us on social, search us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Best Book Bits. If you like the video, purchase the book on Amazon by clicking the link in the video description. Subscribe to the channel. Give me feedback on what you think. And if there is a book you want me to do a summary on, please let us know. Thanks for watching. Have a great day.